I'm Arlen Hamilton, and this is Your First Million. I'm a venture capitalist. I started my fund Backstage Capital from the ground up while I was on food stamps. I have now invested in more than 100 companies led by women, people of color, and LGBT founders. After having raised more than $10 million, people often ask me how I did it. I created this podcast so I could tell you my story and so that together we could go on a journey and speak with some of the most successful people in the world from all backgrounds and walks of life to learn how they got their first million. And who knows, maybe I'll reach my first million in personal capital while I'm recording this series. There's only one way to find out. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Arlen. Welcome back to Your First Million podcast. Really, really appreciate you joining me today and loving the feedback I'm getting about our episodes. So keep them coming. You can reach me at Arlen was here on Twitter and Instagram. A-R-L-A-N was here. Today's episode is with a friend of mine, Tara Reed. Not to be confused with the actress. Tara Reed is the owner and operator of Apps Without Code. And she just has a really great story. She went from a standing start to $1 million in revenue in 2019. All through her course, boot camp, etc., Apps Without Code. This is a great lesson in bootstrapping and in having autonomy, building the company that you want, making people's lives a little bit better in the, in the meantime. I love everything about this story, and I've been waiting to have Tara on since the day I started the podcast in 2019. She was one of the very first people I asked to come on the show because her story is like the embodiment of what I wanted to represent on this Your First Million podcast. So hope you enjoy it. Hope you get a lot out of it. We did this, of course, virtually, and I can't wait to be in the room with you again, Tara. You're killing it. I can't wait for you to be able to travel again like you've been doing. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. My name is Tara Reed, and I'm the CEO of Apps Without Code. So let's start off with where are you in the world today? I'm in Chicago now, um, which has been interesting. You know, we're as we're recording this in the middle of quarantine, coronavirus quarantine. So I spent last year traveling a ton, and I took like four month long trips during last year to just go like live and work in a different country and city. So this is like really me sitting down and just staying in Chicago for a little while, but I'm in Chicago right now. Okay. And could you do a lot of, a lot of traveling, a lot of, you travel mostly within the U.S. or do you do, do any of these remote things outside? No. So, so last year I spent a month in Spain, just like working and living uh, I spent a month in Colombia. I spent a month in Argentina and then a month in Thailand. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So we, we, it's been too long. That, that means yeah. it's been too long because I didn't know any of that. <laughs> I'm totally over like being in the U.S. and this U.S. cost of living. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. And we have a, we have a portfolio company called Adventurely and oh. Lisa, uh, runs that. And so she's always, wor- it, it's about working 
and traveling solo and meeting up with people after you travel. And then so she always has these um, these retreats with remote workers in Ooh, different places that. all over the world. So you have had the, I don't, I don't even know if there's a such thing as a traditional path yeah. in startups, but you have played that game of let me go through an accelerator, let me go ahead and you know raise outside funding. And then where in the process does Apps Without Code show up? Yeah, good question. So Apps Without Code came two years in. So I had been running Collecto, which is my first startup. It was the art company. And I had been blogging about my journey, building the software for Collecto, building this algorithm that matched people to artwork and the app around it, building all of that, being a non-technical founder. So I don't write code. I still, to this day, like all I can do is maybe like change some colors in my HTML. That's all I got. So uh, I've been blogging about my journey building software without knowing how to code. And I got invited to do a TED talk, a TEDx talk in Detroit on building apps without code. And I just had so many people emailing me saying, hey, I'm also a non-technical founder. I also have an idea for an app or a tech business. And I have no idea how to code. Can you teach me what you did? Mm. And so I was getting all these emails. At the time, I was like, well, no, because I'm trying to run my company. I didn't have time to do that. But I decided I was going to help five people. I completely randomly came up with a price for a program. It was like $900. And I'm going to help you build your app and get it launched. And I did that. I immediately sold out of four of the five spots. And I had really, like, I'd been blogging. So I had 100 people on my email list at the time. Very small. I was mainly blogging to myself. So I had 100 people on my email list. I sent them an email and said, hey, I'm getting a lot of requests. I'll teach you how to build your own app. And that's how I sold out of those four out of five seats pretty immediately. And then uh, I helped all those people. They got their apps launched. And then I did it one more time. I offered it one more time. And I had I upped the price uh, to $2,000. And I had 70 people sign up that time. And I was like, oh, wait, I think this is an actual business. So there was a point in time be three years into my entrepreneurial journey where after that code revenue was really eclipsing uh, collecto revenue for my first company. And I decided to make a switch of my time and my energy and focus on the new company. And what were people buying? What, what was the 900 and the 2000 getting them? So I had put together, actually the first time I put it together, I didn't have any preset lessons. So they were buying a group video chat, Zoom chat with me. And I would go through and like show them my favorite software tools I was using to build apps without code, which essentially they work like drag, drop, point, click, uh, just like you were designing a PowerPoint presentation. And then instead of writing code, you tell the app what to do in English. For example, if the user clicks the button, then log them in. It literally says, if the user clicks the button, then log them in. Mm. And so you do these English logic sentences to get the app to do what you needed to do, and you can get kind of complex with it. And so I was on Zoom, on video chat, teaching people how to do that and giving them little homework assignments. And over the course of eight weeks, they would have their app finished. And so that's what they were paying for, that coaching and that training. Is that similar to what you offer today? Yeah, it's really similar. So we've scaled it up a lot more. So it's not just me. I have a team of coaches now. But yes, it's exactly the same. So we're like an online school for teaching people how to build their own apps today. And so we have some stuff that's pre-recorded because you can go through and rewind the recording and fast forward the recording and go at your own pace. And then every week we have live classes. 
So May 5th, my book comes out. Oh my goodness. If you are listening to this and you have the book in your hand or the book on your shelf, on your nightstand, we made it. We made it. The book, it's about damn time. I've been talking about it for months. And you know what? It is about damn time. That's right. The book is out. If you haven't picked it up yet, go to itsaboutdamntime.com. Grab the book. If you need it immediately, you don't even want to wait for it to be shipped to you. Grab the audio or the ebook version as well because they're fire. The book itself is fire. I can say that. Um, you'll see why I can say that when you read the book because I talk about having that confidence unapologetically. How meta is that? All right. I can't wait to hear your feedback on the book. Please spread it around to anyone you think will benefit from it. And wow, we made it, y'all. We made it. You helped me do this. So thank you so much. We're here. So today, once a week for how long is it? Is it still eight weeks? Yeah. So is. for once a week for eight weeks, you have a live group conversation. And then you have pre-recorded information. And how much is the course today if someone wants to sign up? 1900 so it's still at that $2,000 price point. About $2,000. And how many people have gone through the program total? Oh, good question. I, I believe total were about 900 and something. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. And do you have, I think I saw on your side, but do you have stats about success stories or can you can you pull out a success story that people have, told you since they've taken the class? Yeah. Okay. So my favorite part about running apps without code bootcamp, that's the name of the program, is that we get to work with folks who are launching totally not sexy products. Like when I think about building apps, or I think when a lot of people think about building apps in Silicon Valley and software in San Francisco, they think about I, I don't know, someone building a better Uber or just like these, these consumer products. But a lot of the folks that I work with, they're building, they're taking their subject matter expertise. So they know a lot about education or they know a lot about healthcare or whatever it might be. And they're looking at their industry and going, wait a minute, there are some big gaps in what software could be doing, but we don't have a software for that. So like, I'll give you some examples. There is a really amazing alumni in my program. His name is Josh. And he has a nonprofit that teaches people how, or students, teaches young people, how to play music and how to produce music. And he's got this like after school program that he does. And then he also gets hired by schools who have often had their music and arts programs cut to come in and do pop-up programs with them. But the challenge is that he can only be in so many places at once. So he built an app through our program to teach young people how to mix music, play music, write music, read music. And so he licensed it to schools. He has it licensed to 20 something schools in Virginia who now use his software if they have low arts budgets to be able to actually still maintain music and arts programs at their schools. And so it works. So you log in and you have these joint assignments that you do with other people and you can kind of, it's gamified. So you get points for doing different things and producing different songs together. And it's really fun and the students really love it. That's an example, just one example I'll give you that people are working on 
where they're taking their subject matter expertise and turning it into a product. Do you say that people who leave the program will, will generate revenue when they leave? Or do you say you'll have a working prototype? Both. Both. So to me, there's no purpose in having a, well, actually, let me back up. It's not about prototype at all. Like I'm not prototype. When I hear prototype, I think about a app that you can click things, but it doesn't actually work, right? Like you can like see what it would be like if you typed data into the database, but it doesn't actually save anything. So we're not talking about prototypes at all. People are coming out of bootcamp with actually functioning apps, web apps or apps in the app store. So not prototypes at all, functioning apps and functioning apps that generate revenue. So the program is focused on how to make sure that you're building an app that's going to be generating revenue, how to kind of like twist it and spin it a little bit to get it to be something that people are willing to pay for. We really focus a lot on premium price point offerings. So like, how do you take your idea that previously was a 99 cent app? And actually pivot a little bit such that it's something people are willing to pay premium price points for and then build it. So it's the marketing, it's the business planning, and then it's also the app building. We work on all three of those things. And do you have any stats on how many successful exits there are from your course of, yes, I was able to generate generate revenue within the first six months or something to that effect? Yeah. So I know that by the time that they graduate, so that's in their eight weeks, that 40% of our students are generating revenue. Already, but, but even as they're leaving. Yeah. And already. I think we were tracking more like after they left. I don't have the stats for that, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, that is impressive that you're, you're in the course and you're already, it's already working for you. Yeah. Cause the first thing we do is go find people willing to pay. And if they're not willing to pay, we go, okay, like, no worries. What would you be interested in paying for? And what would be helpful? Mm -hmm. And that puts you right there on the money of what your customer wants. You just have to do that early. And it's scary to do that early, but we got to do that before we build anything. Right. You mean for the, for the person themselves who's taking the course? For the student. That's right. That's right. Sometimes I say we, I'm talking about the student because we, I I get really involved and excited with them, but yes. It sounds like it's a, it's really something that is, is more than just a gig for you. Yeah. I love it. And it allows me to create the kind of life that I want to live and to structure a business that supports that and supports me in that as opposed to me slaving in the business. Did you raise, did you earn this money evenly over the last four years or did it kind of ratchet up a little bit? When do you think you hit that 1 million if you can talk about that? Oh yeah. So last year in 2019, we did a million dollars in revenue last year. Alone. Alone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think the year before that, we had done like half a million. So it's, it's growing really fast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Wanted to break in for a second and let you know about a brand new online academy that I have launched. It's called How to Raise Capital for Your Company from Scratch. I know I got your attention. (laughs) Well, just think about it. I have raised more than $10 million. I've earned a few million dollars. I've seen thousands and thousands of companies and their pitches and all of that. I've invested in more than 130 of those all in the last five years. So there's a lot of information I have that definitely share a lot of it for free, definitely get it out there on a daily basis. So if you enjoy any of that content, 
if that has been helpful to you at all, you're going to like this. This is where I put it all together in the same place. It's been such an honor and a joy putting this course and this academy together for you. I want you to check it out. I want you to be able to get started on it right away. So we're going to take a little bit of a barrier down for you. I'm going to do it right here, right now. Here's the code to get a huge discount off of the regular price. Use code YOURFIRSTMILLION and you get a huge chunk taken out of that price. It's going to save you and earn you thousands of dollars if you read everything, watch everything, listen to everything. And uh, I know that value is going to be there for you. Before you even take the course, before you even sign up for it, before you put a dollar down, here's what I want you to do. Go to the website, go to itsaboutdamntime.com, click on Arlen's Academy, check out the, the curriculum and all the information for sure. But before you make your decision, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, click on the flow chart that I created for you. Yes, I created a flow chart. I know. <laughs> I really had a lot of fun doing it. It took me hours. Okay. Uh, click on uh, click on the flow chart and check it out. See if it's right for you. And then once you make the decision to buy in, I've got the hookup for you. Your first million is the code. The flow chart will help you get there. And yeah, the course itself, people are already taking it. People are already giving me crazy feedback. It's already helping people. Like people are already saving money because of the first part of the course. So let's do it. Let's go. In my course, I spend a lot of time advocating for bootstrapping yeah. and not taking outside funding, even though it's about the course is called How to Raise. I spend mm -hmm. a lot of time trying to convince you not to even try to raise. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the benefits of being able to, not just for you, but for your customer, for your student, for them to be able to kind of at least start off with their own ideas, not have to go looking and spend that time looking for money. Yeah. Okay. So there are a couple things. I mean, First of all, and this is this is a piece of startup advice that we all hear saying we like you and I, Arlen, but maybe if you are not fully immersed in the startup world, you don't hear this advice. So I'm going to I'm going to share it and then share my thoughts on it. So the common advice is that if you have more than one founder who works at your company, then at least one of those founders needs to be working full time on raising funds. For me, at least, like I was a solo founder. And even if I did have a co-founder, I would find it to be completely ridiculous for us to be spending that amount of time. I'm maybe being a little dramatic when I say this, but not, not really like chasing investors around. Yeah. That's not dramatic. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. Yeah. I'm chased every day. <laughs> you know, from the other side, like I, when I started, I had very little interest and doing the chase around the game playing is what it felt like. like. I was really interested in making my money from my company and helping my customer and, and supporting my team. Like those are the things that I wanted to be focused on. And so I think just first off it, I talked to so many founders who are either completely distracted. So they're like, I can't focus on making money right now because I'm focused on fundraising. That is just like a really big sign that 
we need to flop some things around because if you got focused on making your money, you wouldn't need, you could put yourself in a position where you don't need the investors. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that that's just one of the biggest benefits straight off the bat is that you get to reallocate your time and you get to allocate your time on something that is going to be fruitful long-term as opposed to it's going to be a one-time check because you've got to figure out your customers and figure out what's, what they need regardless. You've got to do it at some point. And so to me, at least, and for a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with, that's like the biggest thing is they get to take their time off of the chasing of investors. What do you say to people who are on the fence about a $2,000 price tag? Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of things. I think, first of all, at least for me, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always looking to learn new things and grow. And if I look at, if we're talking about price tags specifically, like I often talk to people and they're like, wait a minute, that's a lot of money to spend on like learning a new skill. And then we kind of just chat and I get to know them and we have conversations about how much we both, that person who's on the fence and myself, spent on on college and education and other kinds of education. And it was a lot. There's way more than $2,000. And frankly, like I went to, I went to an Ivy League school. I went to an expensive school. I'm still paying those student loans. I did not learn how to make money for myself at those schools, those institutions. I didn't learn that. So I think first is like, well, like think about how we think about investing in education. Most of us are very comfortable with the idea of paying to go to school or something like that, but doing it in your living room or in your own time and your own pace is maybe a little bit more foreign for us, but I would compare those two things. It's really about investing in your skill set and your knowledge the same way that you would in, in that formal education. But the other thing is I even want to take it outside of just about building an app. Like if you're on the fence about creating a business, right? An online business specifically, I think all we have to do is take a look at the economy and the space that we're in right now. Like right now, as we're having this conversation, we are in a world where we have shut down pretty much any brick and mortar or in-person business. And the only real significant economy that's happening is online, digitally. I just was watching TV yesterday and I'm now seeing like every single company, Planet Fitness just rolled out an app. And the voice just rolled out, like the TV show just rolled out their new app and like Xfinity has got a new app so that you can do all the things that you had to, you know, call them for now on the app. Like everybody is building some sort of way, some sort of self-service online platform. And so all you have to do to think about like, if this is something you want to pursue is ask yourself if you want to be, if you want to have a business in the next five years, because that's where we're headed is where we have some sort of online some element of automated piece of your business. So if you already have a business, how are you going to adapt to that? If you have a job, how are you going to build a backup plan? Because your job is not always safe. I built my first company after I got laid off from my job, right? Like job security is not a real thing. They can change at any time. And so thinking about either what you want to build as your backup plan for your side hustle or just how you want to thrive in this digital economy that we are now in is what I usually have conversations with folks about as they're thinking about if they want to create their online side hustle. At this point, there's not really another choice. So people, I'm sure, want to check you out, check out Apps Without Code. Do you have a discount code for my listeners? Yeah, I do, actually. So okay. 
Before we even talk about doing boot camp, I think it would be really useful for folks who are listening to see more visuals of what I'm talking about when I say app without code in the first place. So I have a free workshop that I do, and they can get to that by going to workshop.appswithoutcode.com, workshop.appswithoutcode.com. So I think that's a good place to start. And then after you check out that live workshop, I do it just about every week. Some weeks I don't do it. Um, after you go to that live workshop and you want to work more with me on actually building your app idea, I have a 10% discount that I can give you on bootcamp. So when you're ready to sign up for that, the code that you can use to get enrolled is FAST10, F-A-S-T-1-0. So F-A-S-T-1-0 is a 10% discount. So that's fantastic, Tara. Thank you so much for this. You have, uh, You've enlightened me and you've inspired me. And I'm, I think it's, again, perfect timing. It took us a while to get to this interview, even though we've known each other yeah. for years. <laughs> we've been trying. We both have these schedules. But I think it was a perfect time. I'll even dare to say it's about damn time, which is the yeah. name of my book. What? 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 Okay. So I, I think it was perfect timing. And I, I wish you so much more uh, success is what you what you have. That's not even an empty word. Success. I love, love, love the way you're living your life on your own terms. And it's really inspirational. Thank you so much, Arlen. Hey, it's Arlen. Thanks for listening to this episode. So I would love to keep up with you online. You can find me at Arlen Was Here on Instagram and on Twitter. That's A-R-L-A-N Was Here. I cannot wait to continue this conversation with you. Your First Million is produced by Anna Aikinawa, executive producer Arlen Hamilton, associate producer Chacho Valadez.